Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Hey there, welcome on in. I cannot believe it is the end of October already. How have we got to that point? This year seems to have flown by faster than any other year I have ever known, quite frankly. And um, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. It's been very, very, very busy. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to thinking about Christmas already, to be honest. I don't know about you, but I love Christmas and I'm very much looking forward to that. Now, today we are talking about a topic we have kind of covered before. Um, it's a topic around this concept of people pleasing, but I really want to explore it in a different way. We're going to be talking about the difference between wanting and needing to be liked. And I see this kind of behavior fairly often in my coaching practice. I coach professional women, corporate women, you know, who are looking to get ahead in their careers. And I do find that this sort of fear, if you like, this belief that pops up, comes up quite a lot. So I thought I'd bring it to the show. Let's have a conversation about it, see what you guys think. Um, but look, if you ever feel like you hesitate from speaking or sharing your thoughts, if you're somebody who you know, has that tendency to people please and maybe put other people before yourself, if you're somebody who has weak or non-existent boundaries, this is definitely the episode for you. You know, I, I find that a lot of um, women talk about the idea that, you know, what people can say or even do around them can really impact them negatively. They sort of personalize that information, if you like, and that can really impact their ability to show up themselves. It kind of keeps them small, keeps them playing small, uh, prevents them from really showing everybody what they're really capable of. And I find also that it doesn't matter, actually, even really senior women who I have coached with this tendency also have this avoidance, if you like, of having difficult conversations with people because that need to be liked is so powerful and so strong within them. So those are really common traits, if you like, um, that often kind of kind of come up in our conversations in coaching. Um, so let's talk about this difference between wanting and needing to be liked because I find that um, a lot of the people who are stuck are in that need space. There's an emotional need to be liked by other people. And I find that the way to get out of it is to switch to this space of wanting to be liked. Wanting to be liked is a lot more healthy. Um, it's a lot more productive and it's a lot less emotional. <laughs> so that's obviously where we want to get to. We want you to be in a place where you're feeling really comfortable and confident and able to show up without all of that sort of doubt and those thoughts around what people may or may not think about you and how will this opinion I'm about to share be received, you know, without those sorts of things pulling you down. So Let's get straight into it. Let's talk about wanting to be liked first, because I think wanting to be liked is an interesting place to be. I think it's kind of intrinsic in human beings that we naturally want to be liked by the group. And I think from everything that I've read about this topic, you know, psychologists consistently talk about the idea that this stems from this idea that, you know, we used to be 
um, you know, in our earliest societies, essentially needing to belong to a group for survival because you actually needed one another to either forage or either hunt or either build a shelter or build fire or whatever it was to survive. And you actually wanted to be part of that because you needed to be, right? It was a kind of a eat, live, speak together, you know, sort of world that we lived in. But the, the, the need to be like, I think, has actually evolved, if you like, over time as humans have evolved over time. Needing to be liked is actually much more about seeking approval from the group, which is quite a different concept. So wanting to be liked is just about wanting to belong. And it's really a kind of a matter of survival. We need one another to, to kind of get along and to, to survive. But the need to be liked is suddenly seeking some sort of external approval of where you are and what you're saying and what you're doing to that wider group. And I think the thing with this is that's different is wanting to be liked is a neutral place, if you like, whereas needing to be liked is actually taking you into a heightened state of anxiety. Because what if I don't get that? What if I um, you know, don't get any of that approval? What then? How am I going to feel about that? But the problem with it also is it's quite an all or nothing concept, this need to be liked. Want to be liked is sort of looking for the approval, the connection, the, the bonding, if you like, from a certain group of people who you know are going to help you survive and thrive in your world. Whereas needing to be liked implies that we're looking for a much wider radius of human beings to, to like us and to want us and to accept us and accept our beliefs. So need is, is based on an impossibility, which is wanting everyone to like you or as many people as you can possibly get to like you. Whereas wanting to be liked is actually much more about, okay, who are the key people around me who I need to support me? Who are the key people around me whose value I appreciate? Who are the key people around me whose opinions I really respect? They're the people who you're actually seeking for their support. It's a much smaller group than the need. The need is looking for everyone. The need is looking for a large group, a large cohort, which actually sort of sets you up to fail right from the outset because that's actually impossible. You know, we can't actually be liked by everybody. That's just not humanly possible. I mean, you personally don't like everybody you know, for example. So why are we expecting other people to do the same to us? if you like. So the, the side-by-side comparison of these two, this distinct ways of being, if you like, wanting and needing is super interesting, which is what I really want to delve in with you today. So I see some clients who come through our doors, you know, and they're really holding themselves back, both in their lives and their careers. And it's because this need to be liked is so strong. So have you ever said to yourself, for example, you know, I don't want to say that, or I don't want to say the wrong thing. Otherwise, I'll be judged. Ultimately, I'm going to be rejected by the group. So you might not actually say exactly that, of course, but the underlying feeling from resisting speaking up is that fear of rejection, that fear of somebody saying no, that fear of somebody saying I disagree, that fear of essentially having a conflict. And I'm kind of doing my little bunny ears, inverted commas there, because really the conflict isn't really there. I'd like, I much prefer to think about um, a disagreement as a disagreement. It doesn't have to be this conflict idea. I think that's part of the problem, right? We frame uh, disagreements in such a heavy way. And of course, who wants to have a conflict with anyone? Nobody. Actually, there are some people who like a conflict, but they're people who naturally want conflict, right? Most people want to avoid it as much as they can. So let's not talk about conflict as conflict. Let's talk about it as disagreement, okay? And let's talk about it as you having a different opinion to me. And suddenly that feels a lot more palatable and easy to, to deal with. So 
let's talk a little bit about the want to be liked and how that can be a lot more healthy, how that can be a lot more productive, how that can be a lot more objective and unemotional. I think that's the key to success with wanting to be liked. It's just there as a matter of fact, and I'm seeking it out because I actually feel like it's doing me a favor rather than it actually backfiring on me. So I think the thing that's interesting about wanting to be liked is the expectation is just different. And I'd like you to think about it like that. The expectation is different. If I go into a situation and I want to be liked, which remember is the more healthy way of looking at it, then I expect people to disagree with me. I expect people to have different opinions. I expect there to be a conversation around our differing opinions. So the expectation is completely different because the need person, the person who's needing to be liked, is hoping from the outset the expectation is that everybody will love me and agree with me in everything that I talk about, which of course, like I say, is setting you up for failure because that's never going to happen. You know, human beings often have differing opinions. So have a think about your expectation from the outset. What is my expectation here? Am I hoping that everybody in the room is going to agree with me? And is that realistic? Is that a realistic expectation from the outset? If not, rewind and ask, okay, who in this room do I really need to back this idea? Who actually do I care about deeply? And who is going to help me make this idea come become a reality? When you start thinking about it like that, and you know you're not going to win everyone over, you're already taking a lot of pressure off yourself, firstly, to you know successfully um, influence every single person in the room. But B, you're actually being quite purposeful and strategic about who you're actually looking to, to come with you on this journey. The difference, I think, between wanting and needing to be liked is wanting is an objective sort of positioning, if you like, whereas the needing is internalizing what's going on and personalizing what's going on. So that's the other key differentiator. So, you know, when we're kind of personalizing things, people might reject the idea or disagree with the idea that we've just shared. And what the need to be liked person will do is instinctively go, oh my goodness, that's a personal attack on me. That's a criticism of my idea, but it's also a criticism of me which is really quite a lot deeper, right? It's not just about the idea, it's also about me. We're personalizing the feedback and taking it personally and saying, oh, I'm not good enough and the idea is not good enough, but I am also not good enough. And I hope you can see that that is actually not a healthy, um, helpful way for you to be. It's much better to be objective and allow for there to be discussion because our expectation is there's going to be the discussion and the disagreement potentially with my idea and to see that as something separate from me. So it's not about me. It's not about my idea either. But it's about the discussion that's going on that I was expecting to happen anyway. So suddenly you're taking that step back. It's not feeling personalized. It's not feeling like this is about me. It's actually about the discussion. And the idea is now out there and we're all having a discussion. And it's almost like you're looking in on yourself and these people having a discussion about the idea. And you're completely comfortable in that space because you're suddenly looking at it from that objective viewpoint. So the third thing that I wanted to share on today's podcast was this idea that when I am looking at this from the objective view of wanting to be liked, then my sense of value and my sense of authority, for example, in the room is not dependent on whether or not people agree with me or not. And I think that's a critical thing. When we need to be liked, because we're personalizing what's going on, then what happens is, is that 
our sense of worth is connected to how people respond to the idea. And, you know, I can either plummet into, you know, the, the pits of despair, thinking that my idea is not being well received, that people don't like me, people don't, you know, I read all these kind of assumptions into what's going on. And then my sense, sense of self-worth is intrinsically connected to that. And I suddenly feel bad about myself. I suddenly feel like I'm not adding value. I suddenly feel like what I am sharing is not useful. But again, when we're wanting to be liked, on the flip side of that, then we look at it objectively. We're always looking at things objectively. And my sense of worth stays intact, regardless of what people say or do or um, you know what opinions they have about my idea even if they disagree, it doesn't affect me directly. That sense of worth remains intact. I am not dependent on your opinion to feel good about myself and to know that I'm adding that value. So hopefully you're starting to see that there is quite a big difference between wanting and needing to be liked. And I'd love you to be asking yourself those questions. You know, if you do hesitate before you speak in a meeting, say, if you do feel this need to people please and just want to keep everyone happy, and um, sometimes to your own detriment, you know, that's quite a common situation, which is connected to the fact that, you know, your boundaries might not be there, might not exist. You allow the boundaries to be crossed by people. Um, and maybe you're avoiding having those difficult conversations in the first place. I'd love you to be thinking, okay, what's going on here? Am I wanting to be liked or am I needing to be liked? Am I looking at this from this objectively or am I looking at this from an emotional perspective? Am I looking at the fact that your opinions and your thoughts don't affect me one state or way or the other? Or am I going, oh my goodness, everything that you say and do is impacting me greatly. And I feel you know, bad for that and I feel bad for um, myself in that situation. This is a really critical thing. If you're a people pleaser, if you're somebody who really wants everybody to, to come on board with you, have a think about how you're playing that out and have a think about how you're positioning yourself in that situation as either that personalized or that objective sort of character in what's going on and ask yourself, what is my expectation in this meeting? Am I expecting everyone to come on board with me and this to be easy and for this to be wonderful and everyone's going to validate what I think? Or am I going to go in there with the view that I know I'm not going to please everybody in this room? I know there might be some disagreements and pushback. I know that not everybody is going to be on my side and that is okay. So the expectation is the massive, massive differentiator, I think. So that's what I suggest you do the next time you're in that place of self-doubt. Ask yourself your expectation and, and then you know go from there and have a think about whether or not you're looking at it from a personalized perspective or from the objective perspective. Because I think it's, it's a total game changer when you get your head around this concept and when you start behaving and, and allowing your mindset to give you the opportunity to go into that wanting to be liked space. It actually changes the universe for you when you start looking at it in that way. So I hope you've really, really enjoyed today's um, conversation. I've really enjoyed talking about it. Um, and look, if you're looking for support in your career, we can absolutely help you with that. There is an absolute fantastic free workbook that we have available that you might like to download. It's only available for a limited time. It's called Overcoming Your Limiting Beliefs to Achieve Your True Potential. It's a bit of a tongue twister, which is why I took my time to say it. You can get your copy by going to rebeccasfreegift.com forward slash mindset. 
And it's a 21-page workbook where you can start working on your own beliefs and your thoughts around yourself and how you're viewing yourself and how you're perceiving yourself. And I hope you find it extraordinarily useful and you take some of the, you know, the tips and strategies in there into the world out there and start applying them from a practical perspective. Thank you so much for joining me. Of course, you can visit our website, illuminategrowth.com.au anytime and see what we're up to and download other free resources that are on the website. I'd love you to start thinking about your career and being more purposeful about how you're showing up because that is where things start changing for you. Thanks so much for joining me. It's an absolute delight and I will speak to you very soon. 